people, welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. Baby, I am flaming and I am on. Uh, I'm in a preaching mode this morning because I really want to hit off some points, man. Because there have been some things, of course, going around and social media is absolutely exposing what Americans truly are. And you know what? There's even a greater divide that's happening within the American community. This is probably the biggest divide that has happened over the last 60 years, of course, going dating it all the way back to, of course, the civil rights movement. Now, guys, I want, I want to tell you right now, if you call someone black, if you call someone white, if you are this religion and you don't believe in any other beliefs and you think everyone else is bad over there on that side, what's happening right now, of course, with Trump, Okay, Republicans, Democrats, they call them liberals and conservatives now. You suffer from intolerance. Now, this was, of course, in I think either chapter 10 or 11 of Napoleon Hill's book. You are suffering from one of the deadliest horsemen that lingers within the minds of humanity. Because it's all about what you believe and you have no empathy with the other person. Therefore, you are lacking synergistic Communication, which I've actually just read in Stephen Covey's book, and you are on a downward spiral. Guys, let me tell you right now. Now I'm gonna speak from the you know, I'm gonna speak from the heart because I'm gonna speak to all Americans out there. Now, back in yes, I remember the day that I woke up on that September 11, 2001. Uh, and things happened. I didn't even know what the Muslim, I didn't even know what Muslims meant. But then Because of what the weapons of mass distraction has said, I'm talking about the media because the media is out there to put the fear within the minds of humanity and put the hate within the minds of humanity to basically state what reality isn't. But they always say, oh my God, this is happening. Muslim, 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 Muslim. Everything is pinpointed around Muslim, right? But then I realized that I was suffering from intolerance too. Now, let me give you two things right now. Back in, um, it had to be 2014. I was living in the south of Thailand, Nakhonsi Tamarat. Now I'm living in Bangkok, for those of you who do not know. And while I was living there, this man approached me. And then his daughter approached me saying, hey, can you teach classes to uh, uh, this little small school over here? I said, absolutely. And they're like, okay, so come this day. And then we went there and we figured out an entire plan for all the students. Okay, and while I was sitting there, there was a girl sitting across from me. This is the first time I ever sat across a Muslim. And because of what my preconceived notion was of Muslims, I actually labeled her as being just a horrible person. I did. I'm going to admit it because I was a dumbass and I was living through the eyes of the disgusting media. I'm talking all forms of media because there isn't positive media out there. And you know what? She ended up talking to me. And she ended up being the most wonderful Thai woman I've ever met in my life. Yes, for all of you that do not know, I live in a country that is diametrically opposed to anything of color. Not just African Americans. I'm talking about the Africans, the Indians, the Bangladeshis, everything. Also known as Thailand. And because of what I believe what Muslims were through the disgusting media out there in America and just about everywhere, I labeled it. And you know what? I work with a guy. His name was Ian. Ian! He's a massive guy, married a woman half his age, but I'm not even going to judge him. But you know what? This guy, he's like, I will never go to Malaysia because um, 
because they're all Muslim. He said that. And I say, you do realize that all the Malaysians I met is better than your wife. <laughs> I mean, all the Malaysians I met are better than most Thai women I met. Hey, just putting it out there. Let's put it like that. And I'm talking about Malaysians in terms of the ones that represent the Muslim faith. It does not matter. Let's go back to the story. She ended up being the most wonderful Thai teacher. Another, of course, another occurrence happened two years later, 2016. I was on the treadmill with this guy named Torn. Torn was American from Oregon. And I was on the treadmill, of course, here in Thailand. And I was like, man, I really want to go to Bali, but you heard about the Bali bombings, right? He was like, dude, that happened 14 years ago. I was like, yeah, but that happened in like North Kuta, near all the clubs and stuff like that. I'm scared, man. What if I die? He's like, you are ridiculous. So you're telling me you're not going to go to Bali because that happened? Well, you should never go back to America because Bali bombings happened just one year after September 11th. What kind of goddamn... What, what? And I realized, I'm like, dude, I think I am ignorant as hell to the world. And you know what? Bali to this day still lives within the hearts of me. Guys, within the heart of me. You know what? Bali was so amazing that when I got on that plane and those people that were working at the airport who were Muslim were playing La Bamba on a goddamn banjo and singing the most unbelievably harmonizing, just, just symphonic, whatever you want to call it. It was the most beautiful song on the planet. They were singing it for everyone that was getting on the plane. It reduced me to tears. And yes, they were Muslim. Guys, does it matter? Does the Democrats matter? Does the Republicans matter? Does the Christian matter? Does the Muslims matter? Do the black and white guys, all of you, just about all of you are lacking empathy on so many different levels. And you don't even realize it because you're living through the eyes of the disgusting media. This is why I read and made a podcast in terms of Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss. Yes, if you guys don't know him, look him up. He said, go on a media fast. And you know what? If you are suffering from intolerance, that means like those little kids. Okay, well, okay, let's not, let, let's not, mm, okay, let's not talk about the little kids because I remember one girl from one of the big universities out here in Thailand was like, no, it's not the kid's fault that she's looking at you nasty and she's grabbing her mother's leg and looking at you in awe. Bullshit. What is it? Okay, whose fault is it? It's the mother's fault. Then. No, it's not the mother's fault. She, they're just a kid. Bullshit. Okay, if I go out there to Nebraska, if I go out there to North Dakota or South Dakota, I walk into a store that's predominantly white. The kids are going to look at me in a way that they shouldn't be looking at me. And what's the parent going to do? Is the parent going to say, excuse me, sir, my daughter and my son was looking at you in a very nasty way. I want them to apologize to you. No, the parents aren't going to do that. The parents are going to actually grab them and eat, continue to scoot them on over. Just like in Japan, just like in China, just like in Korea. I'm just telling you from personal experience, this is what happens. I remember I was on a plane going from Korea to Singapore, and this girl was literally staring at me for about three of the six hours on a plane. Maybe she wasn't staring at me that way. She wasn't shrugging her mom and saying, Mommy, I'm scared. I'm scared. But, but maybe not like that way. But this is intolerance. Are you suffering from intolerance? Like me. I mean, am I suffering from intolerance? No, it's the fact that I know what foreigners are here in Thailand for. So if I see a man over the age of 50 in Thailand, I know what his, I know what his intent is. And it's a very disgusting one. You know, just recently I talked, um, I have, uh, you know, some people I teach in this, um, this particular individual lives at one of the most expensive condominiums in all of thailand it's called mahanakon this goddamn condo is two million dollars 
you guys should just look that up because it's a gorgeous condo. And it's funny because he always goes to this place right down the street to get his clothes washed and stuff like that. But he keeps on trying to hassle them and thug them out. Meaning, oh my God, no, there's a little stain. You have to do this for free. He does that purposely. And you know what's the scariest part about that? About this? He is 65 years old. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now. This guy's actually suffering from more deadly horsemen. 65 years old. And he has a different... It could be an Anglo girl, or it could be any kind of girl, but they're at the age of 25. What do you guys think that is? See, the intent of that now, if you guys say, ooh, Arsenio, that's a little bit intolerant, you're suffering from it. No, not necessarily. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Okay, everyone else, I do not care. Listen, I'm already a success in my own mind. I don't need anyone to tell me, oh my God, you are a success, you are this, you are that. I've already known what I've overcome. But at the same time, I cannot... Say, you know what, I'm not going to talk to this person because he looks that way. I'm not going to talk to him because he looks that way. I'm going to have empathy and see what this person has to say. And a lot of you don't have that. And this is what's happening right now in America. Of course, that big thing that happened with Roseanne. And you know what, Roseanne said the most racist thing on the planet, okay? Referring to someone as big eight balls and looked like an ape, a monkey breeding with... Oh, oh my God. (laughs) And you know what's the most... No. It's not even those comments. And you can't apologize for that because I know who you are now. We know who you are. You said it. And just because you apologize doesn't mean it's actually embedded within your conscious mind saying, you know what? No, that wasn't a joke. I really do hate black people. It wasn't that. It was actually what the majority of people were saying on Fox News, which is like a conservative platform on their YouTube saying, oh, my God, you should have saw some of the comments. I could not believe it. And I'm like, how did this divide happen? How did it happen? How come this conservative and this liberal hates each other? Why? Because you, like, why? Ask yourself. Oh, but because the liberals think policy, I don't give a damn about policies. You can't control policies. That's the circle of concern. Stop Focusing on what you cannot control and focus on what you can control. Politics is garbage. It's a done deal. It's dead. You can't change anything. I can't change anything that's happening on the Korean Peninsula. Therefore, I don't give a damn what's happened about, um, you know, on the Korean Peninsula. But I do believe that everything, those two Koreas are going to live harmoniously within each other, within the existence of each other. And all those borders are going to be broken down because, you know what, I believe in human unification. And at the same time, guys, I can't control that. I can't control what's happening in Africa right now with them slaughtering elephants and exchanging all that ivory into the mainland China to sell for millions upon millions of dollars. I can't do anything about that. I don't focus on the circle of concern. When you take a side saying, oh, well, I'm pro-Trump, you're literally cutting off hundreds of millions of other people because you are for him. If you say, you know what, I'm going to give Trump the benefit of the doubt. He has positives and negatives. Okay, I'm going to give Hillary the benefit of the doubt. Positives and negatives. Okay, I've met the most wonderful Muslim people. There are people in Indo. Okay, listen. Okay, I got it. I got it. A lot of you are like, but what about that island, um, uh, Aloisi, in East, uh, East Java out there in Indonesia that actually canes women in public because she was found talking to another man in public? Guys, I can't control that. But that doesn't pinpoint and say, that doesn't mean that all Muslims are bad. If all Christians are bad, well, well, okay. If all Muslims are bad, well, guess what? All Christians and Catholics are bad. Why? Because there are a bunch of mass shootings happening in schools all across America. 
And you know what? All those individuals are representatives of a specific religion. So if Muslims are bad, you're even worse. Because you guys are killing everyone in schools out there. You see what I mean? That's bullshit. <sighs> you know what? Martin Luther King said, you know what? There's going to be one day where we do not judge the man based on the skin, but based on the character and morale of that individual. Something like that. I kind of paraphrased him. But you guys understand now. I want all of you. How can you begin doing this? Well, first and foremost, start media fasting. No longer call yourself a specific individual. I'm not black. I mean, I know the color black. I'm not even close to that. And I remember that I was so politically incorrect because I almost got fired from a job in Australia. He said, what are you? I said, I'm black. He said, excuse me. I said, I'm black. He said, don't ever say that again. You're not black. You're brown. You're tan. I said, what ethnicity are you? And then that's when I realized that I've been wrong all my life because America has painted me as a quote unquote black man. You guys are goddamn fools out there for even calling yourselves that or having other people and allowing other people to call you a specific color. Stop the bullshit. Because guess what? Now you're going to believe that you are black and everything black that has happened in the past, that's what you are. Hell, if you look up black in the dictionary, it's all full of negative adjectives. Is that what you are? Because that's what you're saying you are. Stop the labeling. That's all I'm saying. The labeling has created such a massive divide within humanity and it's continuing to do so. That's why when I see, you know, what's happening with the summit and, you know, with uh, North Korea, you know, denuclearizing, I think it's a beautiful thing. Because the thing is, I'm all about human unification. I love everyone. But guess what? When I see that foreigner on a train and he's 70 years old and he has a 20-year-old hooker, I'm going to judge him based specifically, you know, up, you know, on that individual. And no, I can't refer over and say, oh, but you know what? I'm even worse than him. Although, you know, I got myself a job. I'm a mentor. I'm a coach. I do this. I do that. I do this. I do that. I'm even worse than him. Because what? Because apparently I am considered the black child. It's kind of like what Denzel Washington said in The Great Debaters. He said, you know what? When company comes over, they tell me to go into the kitchen and I laugh. Why? You're kind of just being shoved aside. Like, no one gives a damn about you because all you are is this and that's all you will ever be. People in Thailand suffer from an, an insane amount of intolerance. But America, you guys, have the ability to cut that shit right now. You do. Stop with the black. Stop with the white. Stop with the Muslim. Stop with the Christian. I don't give a damn what you are. You know what's even sadder because... um. What is it? One of my, I hope they don't take an offense to this, but I saw them just last year. Uh, well, what was it? Two people I used to work for. It was a boss and whatnot and his wife. And you know what? They posted a lot of different things and they post a lot of things in, in, in pro, pro conservative. And I remember uh, the last post I saw, he was sitting in a Starbucks and he was saying, hey, I'm sitting in here with free air, free this and free that. Oh, Starbucks is going to be in trouble after this. And he was basically saying that. And in retaliation to what has happened in terms of two African-American individuals going into a Starbucks and the, literally the manager calling 911 saying, oh, my God, there are two black men. They don't want to leave. And those two individuals ended up going to jail. And he was posting that in retaliation to that. That's the divide. That's exactly what, quote unquote, they want. And when you're controlled by the media and you're controlled by a specific group, and you're saying, oh, I'm this and I'm that, you have failed. You're suffering from intolerance, and you're going to be 
always on the brink of getting into discussions and negative confrontations and conflicts with other individuals because you do not want to listen to their opinions. You have lost. So I'm telling you guys right now, you guys got to let this shit go. Because if you don't, that is going to form into jealousy, envious, or envy, whatever you want to call it. Egoism. A lot of these things that Napoleon Hill talked about more than 80 years ago. And this is what has created war. Now, I'm going to let you guys think about it. Intolerance. I've already given all the lessons on it. But what are you suffering from? And once you realize what you're suffering from, what are you going to do about it? This is your host, Arsenio. Over and out.